Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another edition of the Goose and Gambles podcast. My name is Joe Pulte, joined always by my cohort, Mr. Jordan Collins. Joko, it's been a minute, uh, but uh, we have we have great news for everybody. Uh, all, all of our bets are on fire. We were, this is definitely our best time to record. There's no way it could end, correct? Thanks, Joe, for jinxing it. But uh, yeah, no, this week has been... Uh beyond a heater i actually there's been like what four misses i think this week so far yeah. college basketball feast week we are definitely eating that up god i i love this time of the year there's nothing better than watching a couple football games for thanksgiving you're stressing out you're sweating out bets and somebody comes up to you and it's like hey you bet on this and they go yeah just a little just a little that is like one of the greatest feelings yes uh, for, for some reason, for me, Thanksgiving is, uh, you know, growing up, it's it's football and it's food, and when you become an adult, it's football, it's food, and it's gambling. Uh, and so, uh, it, you know, Thanksgiving actually does get better as you get older. Um, so we, we definitely got a, a fun little slate there uh, for games for tomorrow. Um, I guess uh, starting off uh, the early game is quite the treat: Packers Lions. Uh, should be a fun one. Um, what do you got for this one? So, got a little bit of a bold take here, just speaking of Lions. Um, I watched that Barry Sanders documentary. Okay. That is probably the most boring documentary I've ever watched about the most uninteresting human being alive. Um, yeah. With that being said, going to my Lions pick... I bet you it starts off great, just like the documentary. Then it just becomes a snooze fest. So that, I am taking the Detroit Lions first half minus four. Hopefully they can cover it then and I can kind of go on through the rest of my day, eat, not even watch the second half. So that's what I'm going with. Interesting. Uh, I am leaning towards a closer game. I do think... uh... I would be going with the Packers seven and a half here just because, I mean, are the Lions better than Packers? Absolutely. Do the Lions sometimes play down to their opponent so far this year? A little bit, yeah. Um, (laughs) And, uh, you know, seven and a half points in a uh, divisional matchup um, on, on short rest. To me, I just I just rather take the points, and you know if the Lions uh, blow them out, well then hopefully that's great for my fantasy teams, which I have a lot yeah, of. Yeah, I com- Goff and Amon Ross, St. Brown stock. I completely agree with you. I mean, in these type of games, seven and a half in a divisional game is pretty rough to cover. That's a not a usual thing that happens, especially with Detroit on Thanksgiving. We've seen the records, we've seen the numbers. They're not good on Thanksgiving, but I really do expect this to be a different Lions team. Like you were saying, I bet you they're up by a touchdown by halftime. Nothing crazy. But then it kind of becomes a brawl at the end. And it, Once again, like every other divisional game, they typically are close. I think the Packers have found something out over the last two weeks. I think they have played better. I don't love them. Clearly, the Lions are the better team, but that seven and a half at the hook is a real bitch. So that's why, I'm yeah, confirm what you're saying. I think we could both middle this out. We could both win on that day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also, you know, uh, right now Vegas is is hurting from a lot of teasers this year. But this is a, definitely a teaser candidate, you know? Oh, yeah. Um, big time. So, um, all right. Uh, next up, we got the Washington uh, Samuel Howells at the Dallas uh, Cowboys. Uh, Twelve and a half is the line. Is that too much? I think this mind? needs to be a statement game from the Cowboys. Uh, they've... This is kind of like the best position I think the Cowboys have ever been in. Let's really think about it. Like, usually if they have this record and they're going in this time of the season, everybody's talking about, like, are the Cowboys Super Bowl contenders? I have not heard their name once in ESPN talks about them being Super Bowl contenders. So I think they're laying really under the radar here. I think this line should be bigger. I think Ron Rivera is probably one of the dumbest coaches this year so far. I like the Cowboys to cover the minus 12 and a half. I'd probably buy it down the hook, but other than that, yeah. nothing crazy there. I mean, definitely another, uh, you know, uh, teaser candidate there. Um, additionally, a, a quick little prop. So we know that the commanders have one of the worst offensive lines pretty much in the history of football. 
right? I think all the stats, like Sam Howell's on pace to to beat the sack most times sacked in a year by like yeah he's he's got that David Carr line going on right now which is terrible. Yeah. Uh, is there any reason we wouldn't put the farm on Micah Parsons to have one sack? It's not a bad prop. I don't I don't hate it, especially it's, he's been somewhat cold lately. I think he's due for a sack, right? Yeah, and it's minus two fifty, which is both not great odds and also not bad odds for what we're talking about here. Um, it, that's just uh, something to monitor as we uh, go in tomorrow. Um, okay. Uh, last, we have the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, are they in Seattle or is it back? It's off my book for some reason. Maybe because it's of the off the water. book because there's some confusion on who the Seahawks quarterback's going to be. Geno Smith is questionable now. We have no Kenneth Walker. He's most likely doubtful, which means I'm assuming he's out. So not to, I think that's why the books have taken it off. But when I got it this morning, I saw it at 44 was the under. I believe the 49ers were a seven and a half point favorite, kind of like the uh, the yeah. Lions. I is really just in, like the under on that game. Is it San Francisco? Is it in San Francisco or Seattle? Oh, it's in Seattle. I'm sorry, I thought I said that. Okay. Hmm. Mm. Yeah, again, this is another teaser one. Like, it is pretty clear that uh, the Niners are a much better team than the Seahawks. Um, yeah, I think with the 49ers having Trent Williams back, Devo back, the whole the whole team's back, plus a injured Seahawks team, I would typically lean, hey, Seahawks minus 7.5, but I feel like Pete Carroll has Shanahan's number the last X amount of years. So really, the main play on this for me is definitely going to be the under 44. Hopefully when the lines come back, it's not too low because that's where I took it at this morning. Uh, I got a parlay for you, and I, I, think it's, I think it's good. A little prop parlay here. I want a Terry McLaurin touchdown. I want a Kittle touchdown. And I want a Lamb touchdown. Okay. I'm going to parlay those together. It's around 10 to 1. And I'm gonna call it a uh, Terry had a kid a lamb. No good. All right. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, uh, very clever. Uh, and I don't hate any of those people. Um, you know, uh, the only one I guess that we, you maybe would feel iffy about is McLaurin. Um, yeah, but I feel like he gets in the end zone when we least expect him. Correct. Also, Sam Howell's over under. Still is only 38 and a half for pass attempts. I just looked at that. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I feel like every every time I turn on a halftime, he's at 28 pass attempts already. Um, that might be a that might be a bet for me as well then, because I don't. I can see him trying to throw it away as quickly as possible for like four, three straight downs, and then they punt. Yeah, I mean they basically they don't run the ball very often. Uh, they are very much on it and. I don't think they can run the ball um, against that Cowboys team, and they should be down multiple scores throughout the game, so I do like that. Um, all right, well, on to another little treat here, uh, Black Friday uh, football. We'll, we'll discuss that one, too. Um, another amazing teaser candidate. Right now, it is only Dolphins minus 9.5 at the Jets. Amazon allegedly paid $100 million for just this game. Uh, and they get, I can't even name the Jets quarterback. I've seen his name like twice and I still can't name it right now. What do you think? It's, uh, fuck, who is it? It's not Simeon, right? No. It's a, it's a Tim Boyle. Is it Tim Boyle? Boyle. There it is. Yeah. He was on the, he was like a pack, uh, Packer backup back in the day. Um, yeah, I feel like nine and a half is, um, not enough. For this Dolphins team, I know they didn't have a great game against the Raiders. I just think the Raiders are better than what we expect, especially without a uh, dipshit coaching. Um, yeah. I still would lean the Dolphins to have a big game. I would expect them to win by more than double digits, so I do like that as well. Okay. Uh, tell me what you think about this teaser. I got the Packers plus 17 and a half. Cowboys minus two and a half. Dolphins plus a half. And that is uh, 
Yeah, that's basically like minus 130. I don't love when people cross zero. I think that's against the law in my book. But I would shit a brick if the Jets somehow beat the Dolphins, and I think that would be the funniest fucking thing ever. Yeah, it, I mean, it would be kind of hilarious. It'd be really bad for uh, Zach Wilson, uh, but I don't know. Have some confidence in it, Joe. That sounds like a good one. It it sounds good. I'm doing it. Pull the trigger. Lock it in. All right. I'm going to be thankful for that uh, sweat, sweating that one out on Friday. (laughs) (laughs) Um, All right. Uh, You want to move on to some uh, college football? The greatest week of the season. It is rivalry week. My fucking favorite. All right. Uh, let's pull those up here. Cool. Uh, yeah. So, uh, on Thanksgiving, there's a little bit of a treat there. Uh, Ole Miss at Mississippi state. Uh, this is a big one for our preseason. Uh, one of our locks, which was Mississippi state, uh, was it under six and a half wins? Are they already guaranteed that? Uh, there's, there's no game after this, right? Yes, this would that one's pretty much dead. Mississippi State has cool. to win to get a bowl game, which would be at six. So there, we won that bet if we took the under, which I think we did, right? Yes, we did. Yeah, nice. I have to go through the thousands of fucking open bets I have. But yeah, <laughs> no, I, I believe preseason we said that was our SEC bet of the year or something. Yep. Or it was him in Arkansas, which Arkansas broke our hearts. But other than that, not a good year. But yeah, no, the Egg Bowl is one of my favorites because usually that nighttime Thanksgiving NFL game sucks. It's typically a snooze fest so we can get switched to this one. This one I actually found pretty interesting. One, just letting you know right now, Egg Bowl weird shit happens. This might be one of the bigger spreads I've seen in this matchup of 10 points. I see everybody, almost 85% of the bets are on Ole Miss. I will be fading the public on this one with Mississippi State plus 10. Other thing I'm looking at, this game has gone under one, two, three, four, five, six, six straight years. And it's gone under by quite a fucking bit. It's never been really close. Um, I'm going to lean the under 54 and a half is what I have it at now. I think that'll drop as we get to closer to time. But I do like that as well. Yeah. Yeah, 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 I actually uh, agree with you there. The uh, under looks a little appealing um, for what should be a uh, should, in theory, be a close matchup. Uh, although Ole Miss is definitely the better team. Um, oh yeah, okay. and this is that time of the year. Do we question where Lane Kiffin goes on the off season? Is he going to be the Texas A&M quarter uh, new coach? Anything like that? There's all kinds of rumors like that happening around this time. But we all know next year he'll be back with Ole Miss. But it's that time where the players kind of give up on him. Team doesn't do well. Mississippi State covers. That's how I'm looking at this game. Um, all right. Next up uh, on Friday. Actually, there's a big slate here on Friday. I didn't even fully Friday's realize fucking that. fun. It's, yeah. Nice. Um, all right. Miami, Boston College, you got anything? Uh, no. These are not two of the teams I want to watch on Friday. <laughs> no. No, they're not. <laughs> just we, we're all just thankful on Thursday that we don't have to watch them. Uh, there is nothing that this game is going to provide. There's no edge. There's no team that needs to get bowl eligibility. They're both six and five. They can both fuck themselves. No reason to bet this. Agreed. Uh, Ohio, Akron, anything? Uh, let me double check. I think I was leaning Ohio, but I feel like that was too much points. Uh, Akron is not able to get a bowl. Ohio is trying to get into their action conference. So I do lean Ohio minus 13 and a half minus 14. So I don't hate that, but probably not going to be on the slate. Uh, what about Toledo central Michigan? Whew. See, I'm sad that maction has gone and I realized that that this is over. Um, uh, I think Toledo blows them out. I'm not a big, I I'm a big Toledo guy this year. I think that's going to be potentially one of the, they make the big bowl six on New Year's Eve, so I do like them. I think they will win by double digits. Not an official bet, but I do lean that direction. Okay. Uh, Iowa at Nebraska. This is an actual bet, so hold on to your pants here. I'm taking the under 25 and a half. 
Uh, I honestly, when it opened up at 26, I was like, that's too high for these teams. Uh, no way. <laughs> There's no way that they can score that many points. I don't want, I don't want to see some flashy showboating game. I do sort of like Nebraska money line. I know that might be kind of juicy, but I do think, uh, Iowa should she not might rest their players for the big 10 championship game. They got mu- really not much to play for here. So yeah, I kind of feel like Nebraska. Nebraska is favored. Well, yeah, because I think Iowa will probably rest their starters for the Big Ten championship game. And Nebraska needs a win. It's at home. It's in Nebraska. They need a win to become bowl eligible. So something to think about there. Yeah. Um, All right. What about uh, Oklahoma uh, getting uh, TCU at home? And uh, they are favored by 10 points. Is that too much? I don't know if Dylan Gabriel's playing. I know TCU has to win to get a bowl eligibility. I know TCU and the Big 12 are going to be pretty much against Oklahoma and Texas this Friday. Uh, You might see some questionable calls. You might see things like that. I would stay away from this game. This one has trap written all over it for Oklahoma. If anything, I'd lean TCU plus 10. Uh, Memphis and Temple. Um, I actually like Temple here. This is an actual bet of mine. I got him at plus 12 and a half this morning. I feel pretty good about it. I have not been a fan of Memphis this entire year. I like to see Temple go out with a win. They got really nothing to lose. This is their last game. Kind of a dangerous team here. Interesting. Hmm. 13's a lot. I like the Memphis team a lot more than you do. Um, probably a stay away (laughs) from me, but. Um, all right, uh, Utah State, New Mexico, anything? Got nothing on them. Not what about not really... the UTSA Roadrunners uh, at Tulane? So I'm gonna take another predict the future, Joko Damas kind of moment. I expect by Friday or Saturday morning, Jeff Trailer will be announced as the Texas A&M head coach from UTSA. Really? I do not think. I do not think. UTSA will play well. I like Tulane at minus three, three and a half by the hook down. That's uh, okay. We will see. That would be. Um, here's be here's if you want some reasoning. Jeff Trailer was a coach, a legendary high school football coach here in Texas. He can recruit those kids. He was part of the UT organization staff as of two years ago. Went to UTSA to get a head coaching job. The Aggies have had their eyes on him for a while. I think he would be a great fit. I think he'd be cheaper. I know that I I know what you're saying. Hey, they're going to try to go for a big name. I don't think any big name wants to fucking touch that. This is a good opportunity for Jeff Trailer to actually show he's a good coach, and I really do hope he does well, even if he is an Aggie. Interesting. That was going to be my next question: Is it, would it make you hate the Aggies less? I will always hate the Aggies. But there's always going to be a little part of me that's like, I like Jeff Trailer a lot. I think he's overall a good person, good guy. He he does well for, he takes care of, the way I look at it is he takes care of the Texas high school football kids in recruiting. He doesn't just go after transfers and stuff like that. So there's not a market miss there. I think he will do well there. I think, I don't think he's ever, I don't think they're ever going to win a championship over there. But I think Aggies just need to realize what their expectations are. You are just a glorified Ole Miss or Mississippi State. Be bowl eligible, maybe have an upset once a year. That's what you should be shooting for. All right. Um, Mizzou, Arkansas. Mizzou is favored by six and a half on the road at Arkansas. Uh, Got anything for that one? Yeah, give me the Razorbacks one last time. One last game for Pittman. I think he's about to get the uh, the axe. The players love him. I can see them going out and balling out for that game. So I do like Arkansas plus six and a half. Air Force at Boise State. Uh, Air Force is getting seven points. Um, they are on the road, but this Boise State team has not exactly been lighting it up. Um, well, you know me. I'm line. thankful for several things, the troops specifically. So give me Air Force plus seven. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, uh, Friday night, uh, are you going to be boots in the ground for Tech at UT? You fucking know it. This will be the last time we play Tech for a while. Maybe we get a couple like every now and then. 
I think for anybody in the Big 12, this is one team that I do actually want to play once a year if we do keep a thing there, just because I like to make those people miserable. Um, that said, I'm not touching the spread here because Longhorns are terrible in the second half. We have let off the gas in like five straight games. I think the real play here has got to be the over of 53. I do expect Texas, one, because they need to for any kind of shot at college football playoff resume here. They need to put up at least 50 points themselves. I But I expect this to be a very ugly game for Tech. I just am terrified of betting the spread for with Texas towards the end of the games. Okay. Uh, where are we at on the uh, Joko uh, Marathon uh, scale? Uh, we like 20% prepared for it. Are we, I took my dog for a walk around uh, a trail here one week, okay. one day I'm around five miles. And I was like, Oh shit, this, this marathon's a little bit longer than I thought. Uh, but we'll get there. I mean, I got till opening day. Okay. <laughs> all right. Um, all right. Penn state, Michigan state, uh, Penn state on the road at Michigan state, uh, Michigan State's uh, year from hell will finally end. Um, what do we think about Penn State minus 21? That's a lot of points. Yeah, and we, I think with Penn State against like a non-competitive team, they typically cover, right? The only times they haven't this year, they've, they're have 7-3 against the spread. Those three games, I think, were Ohio State, Michigan, and I don't know the other one. Rutgers. But I feel like, yes, a lot of those Penn State kids are probably like hitting up their buddies on the football teams. Like, dude, we need you to fucking cover. So, yeah, give me Penn State minus 21. I feel good about that. Yeah. Uh, and then the nightcap is uh, Oregon State, Oregon. Uh, Oregon favored by 13.5 points at home, uh, getting the Beavers uh, in Oregon. Where are you leaning? Uh, Eugene's a tough barn. Uh, I do typically like watching this game. I won't be watching. I'll be at the UT game. As an emotional hedge, because I desperately need the Beavers to do something, I will take Oregon minus 13. But this is strictly an emotional hedge. I really do hope Oregon State wins outright and just fucks up everything for them. Because Oregon is one spot ahead of Texas. Uh, in Which the doesn't make any fucking sense, and I'll go on a rant about that if you have time. Absolutely. <laughs> Please. Give me uh, two seconds, because I have the fucking numbers here, and I think it's absolute dog shit that this is even a I, conversation here. I think you're forgetting that Oregon beat uh, USC and Colorado. Uh, not many people <laughs> can say that. Uh, well, fuck that. Fuck. All right, so here. Te- here's a resume like to look at it just side by side. Texas and Oregon. One, I would like to bring up, Texas did beat Bama in Tuscaloosa by double digits. That's happened never in the Saban yeah. era, so fuck, yeah. that's one point us. Okay. Texas wins against the top 25 currently. Three, Oregon won. Opponent record, excluding the FCS, because you know what? Texas doesn't play fucking FCS schools. Texas' opponent record is 69-52. Oregon's 55-57. and 57. Texas wins against bowl-eligible teams. Texas has five wins against bowl-eligible teams. Oregon has three wins against bowl-eligible teams. Strength of schedule goes to Texas because they are ranked fourth. Oregon is ranked 13th. So fucking tell me why, 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 why we are getting the shit in the stick here. We went four games without a real quarterback. Malik Murphy is a fucking bum. This is the most bullshit thing I've ever seen. Texas should be... At least, I don't think we're going to win the championship this year. Let me, like, hold that back. But I want to get a touch at it. I want to at least be in that spot. And I don't think Oregon deserves it. I would counter with the two most important reasons uh, why Oregon has jumped you, which is uh, they now have the overwhelming favorite for Heisman. And they also have the world's biggest shoe company uh, supporting them. Uh and they have flashy I'm going to ask you a serious question. Yep. Right now, if it's going to go based on who's going to watch. Yep. You're saying UT's brand is not more watchable than Oregon. I would much rather watch UT. Okay. Uh, I'm just rather. saying this because the two most watched college football games this year has been UT Oklahoma and UT Bama. I'm sure they'll get beat by Ohio State and Michigan this Saturday. And that's fine. Yeah. But I do want to at least bring that up for the goddamn game of college football. Let us dance. 
We deserve a shot at it. We have one of the best well, defenses, defensive lines. Let me rephrase that. Best defensive line in the country. I think we can stop Blake Corum. Calling, calling a shot. Okay. Well, we'll see if the committee will let you. Um, also, Blake Corum's got to get there because uh, next up, the next game, Ohio State at Michigan. Uh, big noon kickoff, which is such a uh, such a stupid thing. But um, so. yeah. Buckeyes uh, in Ann Arbor, which is important. Uh, and Michigan's favored by three and a half, but no Harbaugh. Do you want to know how I'm playing this game? Sure. All right. I did it yesterday and I thought it through. I went through my Charlie Day, you know, meme moment there. I have Marvin Harrison Jr. Heisman ticket at 28 to 1. Threw a good unit down on that. Because I feel as if Ohio State wins, it's going to be on the legs of Marvin Harrison. Right? Incorrect, wrong? Yeah. Now, if that be, doesn't happen... quarterback, so... If that... You know, Kyle McCord's a stud. He'll, he'll be good in the future. But if that does happen, if that doesn't happen, Michigan wins, I have a money line ticket on them, so it basically cancels each other out. That's the way I'm playing this. That's the way I'm looking at it. I do feel like it is in the big house... I'm not completely sold on Ohio State, but I do think it's going to take a Marvin Harrison masterpiece of a game to beat Michigan. I think Ohio State can stop Blake Corum. They're not as good on the run, but if you can make J.J. McCarthy play quarterback, Ohio State will win. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. Uh, I keep... uh... (laughs) This might be only entertaining for you and me, but every time I open up Twitter and I see Marvin Harrison's name... It's like I get hopeful that it's going to be like a like a, a Caleb Williams quote where he's just like, you know what? Uh, I really like college, and uh, you know, if I don't like the team, uh, I'm just going to stick around uh, just so that I can hopefully send that to post and enjoy that because uh, I think a lot of Patriots fans are very, very uh, locked in that they're going to end up with Marvin Harrison somehow next year. You so. know where the Bears are going to get him, right? I mean, that would be fun. That would be a fun jersey for you to have, I feel like. I, I will custom make it Maserati Marv in the back. <laughs> yeah. I will spend the $190 on it in a second. Yeah, I would be excited for you. For you, I hope so. Uh, but for every other team, I hope you all don't get them. Um, all right, uh, Kentucky at number 10, Louisville. Uh, minus 7.5, Louisville at home. Uh, Kentucky started hot and has not been so hot lately. Um, where are you leaning with this one? I feel like this is also a moment where Louisville may take their foot off the gas a little bit, prepare for the uh, ACC championship game. Um, personally, don't have a play on this. Maybe the under at 50, just because I see these two teams being low scoring. Uh, I like the, I'd lean Louisville, but other than that, I don't really have a huge play on that. Yeah, I mean, Louisville wants to win, but they also want to be healthy for that ACC championship game. So, right. Um, you know, I think uh, the chances of them by win- winning by like 21 or more are pretty small because, like you said, they will take their foot off the gas uh, and play pretty conservatively. Um, so this is a stay away for me, just kind of a trap game from a betting standpoint. But For sure. Um, all right, Houston at UCF. Uh, a little bit of a rivalry uh, buzzing with this one. Uh, UCF minus 13 and a half. Is that too many points for a pretty average uh, UCF team where you never know which one's going to show up? Yeah, both of these have a very similar record. Here's the difference. Uh, against the spread, they're both four and six, so not really good covering teams. UCF is needing a win for a bowl eligibility. I don't hate taking UCF minus 13 and a half. I just so they can get a good bowl win if they win by two touchdowns and good for them. I'd lean UCF just for the bowl eligibility factor here. Um, Pitt and Duke. Uh, Duke minus six. Uh, what do you got? I got nothing on this. This game means nothing to me. Uh, yeah. Maybe Agreed. the kids don't give a shit from Duke. Maybe because Elko might leave. Quote unquote based on Aggie rumors here. But it's that weird time of the year where a bunch of you have 19 to 20 year old kids not playing up because what's the fucking point? 
Yeah, well, I mean, I think a lot of those um, kids should be excited if they're coach. I feel like that's going to be the future of football in five to ten years is players are going to be excited because the minute their coach leaves, they get a free chance to renegotiate their NIL. That's actually not a bad uh, idea. I thought of uh, that way. You know, uh, there's a lot of teams that I've seen the success and the quick turnaround of Florida State from going from, you know, garbage only two years ago to now one of the top teams in the country, uh, mostly through the transfer portal. So uh, from an NIL standpoint, you know, some places like, for example, Miami, they lock you in. What you agree to is what you agree to, and they will not negotiate uh, their biggest sponsor. I forget his name. Why can't I think of his name? But um, so, you know, as their, their coach leaves, like, oh, man, well, all right, maybe somewhere exciting wants me, you know, and they just start floating their name out there. And then another team's like, hey, we need a cornerback. You play in the ACC for two years, come over here, and you'll make, you know, 50 to 100K more. So, um, yeah, all right. Uh, Indiana. Purdue, I have absolutely nothing. Two, three, and eight teams pass. Yeah, let's uh, skip that one. Miami, Ball, Miami, Ohio, excuse me, uh, and Ball State, nothing. Northern Illinois, Kent State, nothing. Um, Middle Tennessee State and Sam Houston State, it's three and a half too little for Middle Tennessee. I mean, Middle Tennessee State plays some powerhouses, and they've been a football program for a long time. And like you said, this is Sam Houston's. Uh, first year, they got to two wins, which is probably one more than they should have. Am I crazy for liking the minus three and a half? No, buy it down the hook, though. Don't get fucked that way. I mean, I've seen Sam right. Houston State blow leads where they had it, and then they just completely gave them a 20 points in the fourth quarter. Uh, don't buy the hook. Be responsible. Now, trust me, there are better games to bet on Saturday. Yeah. So... Maybe maybe take a look at some more other ones. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, Navy, SMU, uh, are you going to be thankful for your troops? or? Um... <laughs> thankful you don't, you're not going to watch this one. <laughs> not going to watch this one either. Um, I would personally lean SMU because they're trying to get a big, better bowl, if anything. Right. So, respectfully... Uh, SMU minus 18. Um, all right. What about the Aggies going into Baton Rouge? Uh, LSU is 11 and a half point favorite. Is that too much or too little? I can't tell. I think that is actually too much. Um, if you have a Jaden Daniels Heisman ticket, cash out, bet on somebody else. Because LSU, for some reason, shits the bed when they play the Aggies. It is the weirdest phenomenon I've ever seen. Um, I'm, I feel gross. I will take the Aggies at plus 12. I'm buying it up a little bit. I also like the over in this game of 66 and a half. Uh, A&M found out they had Lamar Jackson on their bench this entire time and just found out like two weeks ago. I do expect this to be a shootout. I also expect the Aggies to probably win outright. LSU's defense is absolutely piss poor. That is way too many points. Uh, kids are pretty fired up ever since Jimbo Fisher left. They got their purple pants back. They're wearing the sleeves because those, those are all things that Jimbo Fisher was against. So, yeah. Villain move of all time be Jim Harbaugh buying front row seats for Ohio State, Michigan, or Jimbo showing up decked out in his old... Uh, Stomping grounds, LSU gear, head to toe. Uh, well, once possible. <laughs> once an actual possible thing to do. But I would find it hilarious if... Uh, Wait, which one's I not saw... possible? Which one do you consider not possible? I'm pretty confident that the NCAA has like 17 security guards around Harbaugh to make sure he's not near the stadium. But watching Jimbo wear his LSU gear at LSU would be hysterical. And you know what? He would be welcomed by the Tiger fan base too. Yeah, they, I mean, they've always loved him, and they've always uh, courted him. They courted him many, many years when he was at Florida State. Uh, and we signed Jimbo to a head coach in waiting to prevent LSU from stealing him, um, <laughs> which is, yeah, funny now. Um, 
I don't know. Uh, both, I, I consider both to be possible. <laughs> Harbaugh showing up uh, in WWE style with a mustache in the front row. Like a Bobby uh, Valentine be, type thing in the dugout? Yeah, it, no, that yeah. could definitely happen. Would be hysterical, but I don't think it will. Yeah, so I, I'm actually betting money on this, and I, I feel like later Saturday night I'm going to hate myself, but I will take the Aggies plus 12 and the over. Hopefully both one or the other hit. Corey, uh, favored by 16 and a half at Southern Miss. Anything? No, I don't have anything on Troy here. Not okay. trying to look. Uh, the next list of games, I'm just going to read off, and you tell me if you have anything. UConn Perfect. and UMass. Uh, big rivalry game. Huge. Very un- <laughs> underrated. Uh, I expect UConn to win it, but I don't think they cover uh, well, I, I mean, you're favored a... by two. So. Okay, it was three yesterday. So I think this will be a much closer game. Uh, give me the under on this 51, but I, I mean, realistically, not a bet on this. Yeah. And Rice? Uh, Rice needs to win to get in. I actually like Rice. I don't know why their Rice is... Fa- uh, I feel like FAU should be a little bit more favored in this matchup. Uh, Rice has been pretty well. They're decent on defense. At home, they were 5-1 and one against the spread. So I do like Rice to cover... Drop that down to three, buy it down. I like that play. Wait for Syracuse. Um, Syracuse needs a win. I expect them to cover. There's only, what, three points, right? Yep. Yeah, Syracuse needs that to go bowl eligible there. Yep. Yep. Um, All right. Georgia State, ODU. ODU needs to win to be bowl eligible. Got nothing Um, on that. UAB, North Texas. Uh, give me the over on that. I like, uh, what is it, over 73, 74 and a half? Yeah, that's, uh, that's a big over. Yeah, let's have fun. I think there's, uh, this is kind of a fuck it game, so yeah, they're gonna go over. Uh, Colorado at Utah. It's a weird, uh, a weird vibe to it. 22 and a half points, Utah at home. I actually like Colorado plus 22 and a half. Nice. I think uh, San, San Jose State at UNLV. UNLV by two and a half. Dude, UNLV is the best covering team in the college conference or all of NCAA. I will continue to ride that out. UNLV will be 10 and one against the spread going after this Saturday. Uh, Western Kentucky, FIU, I've got nothing. UL, Monroe, UL, Lafayette, I've got nothing. Uh, Wisconsin, Minnesota. Wisconsin favored by two and a half. Give me the uh, Gophers there. Gophers at home, plus two and a half. Gophers need to win to go bowl eligible. I think they have the best trophy in college football for their made-up rivalry. So yeah, I think plus two and a half is a good one. I like that a lot. Virginia Tech, Virginia. Virginia Tech Uh, by three. I like Virginia Tech to win this by like double digits. Uh, Maryland Rutgers, Maryland, one point favorite on the road at Rutgers. I will do it just because I actually know I won't give me Maryland minus one and a half. There's no fucking way Rutgers covers this going against my own code of ethics here. Uh, Georgia Southern, uh, playing the spoilers themselves, the Appalachian state. What are they? The Bulldogs? Appalachian state. Yeah. They're the Mountaineers, dude. Oh, Mountaineers. <laughs> I don't know Ooh, why I thought that. Your ass. <laughs> um, App State is favored by eight and a half. What do you think? That's a lot of points for this type of game. Uh, Georgia Southern has not been good on the road. They're one and three and one against the spread. Neither has Appalachian State, two and three against the spread. I don't really like this game. Probably skip it. James Madison had their dreams uh, spoiled last week uh, on the road at Coastal Carolina. Uh, they are eight and a half point favorites on the road. What That's a got? really devastating way to lose. I got nothing on this. They're dead to me. I will continue to move on. Yep. Uh, Vandy uh, at Tennessee in Rocky Top. Uh, Tennessee minus 27. Is that too many? No. Okay. I mean, they're two and nine. Let, let's break this down. Vanderbilt's two and nine this year. They are 1-10 against the spread, 0-5 on the road against the spread. 
they have only covered one game this year. And I think that was the first game of the year. So yes, I will lay all the points or take all the points with Tennessee minus 27 and a half. Vandy. Uh, Arkansas State at Marshall. I got nothing. Nope. Uh, Arizona, Arizona State. I think uh, Arizona both. beats the shit out of them. Um, Arizona against the spread is eight and two on the road. They're three and two at home for Arizona. I'm sorry. Arizona State at home is two and four and one against the spread. Overall, not a good home team. So, yeah, I'll take Arizona double digits. Alabama, Auburn, the Iron Bowl. Uh, Bama is favored by 14. What do you get? Uh, that's not enough points. I think Bama beats them by like 30 to 40. Uh, as much as I love the New Mexico State Aggies, and I've been a fan of them this whole season, there is no reason you should lose as Auburn to that team and then to lose that badly to that team. I think that Auburn team is basically dead. There is not much to play for there. I don't care how big of a rivalry game this is. They're fucked. So, yeah, I like uh, Alabama minus 14. Uh, BYU uh, at OK State. OK State by 17. Is that too many? Yeah, so Oklahoma State needs to win this because if they do win and for some reason Oklahoma loses to TCU, Oklahoma State is now in the Big 12 championship game. So there is something to play for there. I do expect Oklahoma State to actually bounce back and, you know, do what they are, they should do, and they should put up 50 to 60 points against them. Northwestern, Illinois, I've got nothing. I got Northwestern. That is an actual bet I've already placed. I really like Northwestern going in this. What's the spread again? I'm trying to find it on my computer. Yeah, Northwestern plus six. Love it. Lock it in. 11-0 and 0 Liberty. Uh, 17 and a half point favorite at UTEP. UTEP's been fucking terrible all year. Uh, Liberty Liberty yeah. has been good all year. Let's ride them out. Let's continue to go through that. Okay. Uh, Washington State, Washington. Uh, Washington is a minus 16 point favorite. What are you thinking? Once again, because this is everything I need to happen, I would love to see Washington State actually go in there and upset the world. Yes, me too. Give me Washington State plus 16 and a half. And this is betting with heart here, betting with my feelings. So if you're listening to this, don't actually take this bet. But that Apple yeah. Cup game's weird shit happens, dude. Okay. Uh, Jack State, New Mexico State. Uh, New Mexico State uh, getting two and a half points at home. Yep, give me they New were... Mexico State minus two and a half. Love them to death. Okay, yeah, I'd probably buy the hook on that one, but uh, yeah, I don't see why not. Uh, next up, uh, FSU at the Gators in Gainesville. The Gators need to win to be bowl eligible, and we will have two, not one, but two backup quarterbacks playing. Uh, Excuse me? What? Is this news I've not heard of? You're going to go in there with two different quarterbacks? No. Uh, Gators quarterback is uh, out. Oh, okay. I understand now. My bad. Yeah. Huh. Hmm. <laughs> um, so it is uh, going to be an interesting game where anything can happen. Do I feel great about it? No. Do I still like the rest of our team versus the rest of their team? Yeah. But am I going to bet this in any way? No, probably not. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'll do a money line Gators hedge. Uh, where I'll, you know, uh, happily be lose money, uh, assuming Florida State wins. But, uh, yeah, also apologize for my screaming daughter in the background, <laughs> if you can hear her. <laughs> All right, so time. for this one, I'll do you a favor, bud. I will take Florida plus seven, call it a day. Every time I do bet on Florida State games, the opposite happens. So I'll, do, I'll take that bullet for you there, champ. Yeah, please take uh, Florida and the points uh, so that we can get a, a FSU win here. Even though I understand for you personally, it would be great if, if FSU lost. So I appreciate it you. It would be glorious, but um, I just, I appreciate I'm a realist. I'm openly here. rooting for that. <laughs> no, I do it behind uh, closed doors. <laughs> yes, please. Uh, all right, Notre Dame, 26-point uh, favorite at Stanford. Is that too many? Yes, um, I will take Stanford plus 24 and a half. 
I just I feel like plus what? 26 right now. Jesus, give me the 26 then. Yeah, even better. Okay. I just want to remind people just for the committee in case they do listen to this. Stanford put up 38 points against Washington. That should not be allowed. That team should not be in the playoffs. All right, continue. <laughs> well, uh, yeah. Uh, all right, so, South Alabama, Texas State. I've got nothing. Uh, nah, West done. Virginia at Baylor. No, thank you. Uh, I guess maybe West Virginia minus nine and a half. Um, Georgia, Georgia Tech. Are we going to let Georgia Tech burn you one more time? Georgia's twenty-four point <laughs> four point four twenty-four point favorite uh, on the road. Is that too many? I think the wrong team's favored here. <laughs> no, nah, I'm just messing with you guys. Uh, now, I mean, I'm looking at the against the spread records. They're both five and five against the spread. Uh, at home, Georgia Tech is two and three. On the road for Georgia, they're one and two. You know, it's rivalry game. I don't look at this as a major rivalry. Maybe in Georgia, it's a bigger deal. Uh, is it not? No, I lived in Atlanta. I can tell you, it's not. Okay, so in fact, I'll tell you, in Atlanta, there are twenty to one Georgia fans compared to Georgia Tech fans. Well, yeah, I mean, Georgia Tech's a hard school to get into. That's like the Harvard of Georgia, right? Yeah, and also in Atlanta, there's more Alabama fans than anything. <laughs> that makes sense. Even Georgia. <laughs> yeah, just for funsies, for one, one more time, Georgia Tech plus twenty-four and a half. They got that dog in them. Um, all right, Kansas, Cincinnati, anything? Uh, I expect Kansas to win this game outright by. 10, 15 points? Yeah, I think so. Uh, Clemson, South Carolina. Clemson's a seven and a half point favorite. Will one more of Jim, uh, not Jimbo, uh, Davo's rivals beat him this year? You know, Donald Trump's coming to this game. <laughs> is, he, is he really? Yeah, I don't know why he picked this game to go to. <laughs> <laughs> but he will be at the game, therefore I will take the Gamecocks one more time. Oh man! Um, give me the, give me right. the plus seven and a half, easy. Give me the hook. Okay, uh, Charlotte, USF. I've got nothing. Uh, UNC, NC State, UNC, two and a half point favorite on the road. Um, what are you thinking in this one? Uh, Mac Brown's pretty good in rivalry games. I will take UNC minus two and a half. Okay. Yeah, I think I'm with you on that one. Iowa State at K-State. K-State is favored by 10. Is that too many? K-State does have a slight chance of getting into uh, the Big 12 championship game. They need Oklahoma State and Oklahoma to lose. So I do expect them to play. Now, this could all alter and change the second that Oklahoma wins. I probably would stay away from this game, but I do see this one being close. Give me Iowa State plus 9.5. Okay. Uh, Wyoming uh, at Nevada. Wyoming 11-point favorite. I feel like that is way too many points for... I mean, we, we've loved the Cowboys going into the season. I'd probably we stay do. away from this. Okay. Cal, UCLA, anything? Uh, this might be Chip Kelly's last game. I don't know how the players love him or don't love him. Yeah, give me UCLA minus 9.5. This is the uh, the match. What do they call it there? Something fucking stupid. But, yeah, I have no idea. Uh, yeah, this is the uh, the bands on the field game here. I bu- nope, picked the wrong fucking... Nope, this isn't anything. Yeah, give me USCLA minus nine and a half. Um, Fresno State, San Diego State. Uh, Fresno State only favored by five. Uh, probably leading Fresno State on this one. Yep, I actually am. I, I know a lot of the public's on them. They've been a pretty decent team. Uh I take that back. No, I don't feel good about it. Don't feel good about it anymore. Five and a half. Give me San Diego State. Okay. Last uh, game for the slate. Colorado State at Hawaii. Hawaii getting five and a half points. Colorado State has to win to be ball eligible. They had one of the higher watched games this year, so I do think they'll get some attention. Give me Colorado State minus five and a half. Okay. Uh, And then actually while we were doing this and recording, the uh, Seahawks Niners line went live. 
Uh, it is Seahawks getting seven points. So nothing's changed. What's the over-under? 44. It is still 44. So maybe they're expecting Gino to play? I mean, lines up. I, I don't think anything changed. I, I don't understand why it would be taken down with that news that broke. I think we all just assumed that was going to happen. Yeah, I'm still good with what I did here. I will take the under 44, call it a day. Okay, cool. All right, anything else uh, for Turkey Day? What, anything you want to say you're thankful for? <laughs> uh, what I'm thankful for, realistically this year, it's been a very long, grueling season. I will be thankful for Corey Seager, Marcus Simeon, Nate Lowe, Josh Young, Jonah Heim, Adolis Garcia, Oh, I do. Evan Carter, he's our new Sherub, our new baby Jesus, so I'm thankful for him. Uh, Josh Spores, Jose Leclerc, absolutely <laughs> all of them guys. Uh, I, I owe Jose Leclerc a, an apology letter and potentially just a hug. Uh, Bruce Bochy especially. Are you thankful for Will Smith? I am not. Uh, I'm so glad to see what team he lands on. I'm also really excited to see what team uh, Chapman lands on. Now, that being said, I am thankful for Chapman for the months of June, July. But August, September, October, Chapman can go fuck themselves. Um, on that note, uh, I hope uh, Brooks from UT is healthy. I hope he's doing well with his ACL. I know CJ Bax will take care of business for you, kid. So... Trying to think what else I'm thankful for. Uh, Justin Fields, keep playing for your job, kid. I have faith in you still. Never, never once lost faith. Yeah. And let's go, Marvin. Let's go, Marvin Harrison. Thankful for Maserati him. Marv. Uh, yeah. Uh, all right. I am thankful for uh, Tua being healthy, uh, for Mike McDaniel. Um, it's just, <laughs> I think the whole world's thankful for Mike McDaniel. Um, I'm thankful for Dan Campbell as well while we're at it. I mean, why not? Just throw if it out he takes there. the Aggie job, I will hurt somebody and somebody else. Potentially <laughs> no myself. There's zero way he's taking that. He did not rebuild the Lions to then immediately hop off once they're good. Zero chance. Uh, I am thankful that uh, Texas A&M is terrible. I'm thankful that Miami is terrible. I am thankful the Phillies and Astros did not win. Uh, hmm. what else? Uh, Ronald yeah. Lacuna, you gotta put him in your list. <sighs> My boy came through with that MVP bet. Uh, and uh, and yeah, and um, I'm thankful that I get to root for Dan Campbell and Sam Howell, uh, while <laughs> eating turkey and mashed potatoes. Uh, I just don't even know how I'm going to survive, uh, tomorrow, but cool. All right, well, I'm uh, glad we, we practice this before tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> we are also thankful for everybody who tunes in, uh, follows, likes, subscribes, uh, all you guys for letting us know what you like about the pod. And, and uh, yeah, we appreciate it, guys. We'll be back hopefully this weekend. Uh, hopefully our hectic schedules have died down now and uh, we can get back to uh, goofing and gambling with you guys. So thank you, everybody. Yeah, y'all have a great Thanksgiving. Goodbye.